Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle. And today, I'm Batman. Not really, but I'm actually going very far to pull an example of leadership decision-making for you from the new Batman film. No spoilers here, but I'm going to talk about some very positive leadership skills demonstrated by, of all people, the Penguin. That's right, one of Batman's enemies, a supervillain, who in this movie is more of a mob boss, but he actually does some things that I'm going to talk about today as positive leadership skills. So hang out, check it out. The Saturday Morning Hustle starts right now. Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle podcast out working the competition while they still sleep. And today's conversation is The Batman. That's right, the new movie. No spoilers here, but actual business leadership, executive decision-making, and being a good boss from, of all people, the Penguin. He's a mob boss in this film. He's the, he's the enemy of Batman, but at some point they do have a conversation, and the way it happens, there's actually some good business advice there. I'm going to follow that up with a very real-world example of, of some great communication and boss leadership that happened to me as a customer uh, many years ago, but it has stuck with me through this all this time. And so I'll give you the examples from the movie The Batman. I'll give you a real-world example, and we'll talk about the fact that we can learn lessons about how to do things right and wrong from superheroes, from supervillains, and from real-world examples that stick with you, because if it sticks with you, if it makes an impact on you as a consumer, as a customer, as an employee, as someone who's collaborating with the individual making the good or bad decisions, then you can utilize that moving forward when you are the boss, the leader, the executive making those same decisions. So. Right off the bat again, no spoilers for the Batman film. Go see it. A very good film. I liked it a lot. Probably my favorite version of the Batman in a feature league film. So in this, in this movie, the Penguin is less of a supervillain and more of a, a mob boss. Now, he is a criminal. He's a bad guy. He's a tough guy. There's no doubt about it. He is running the criminal underworld. He is the drug boss. He does a lot of shady things. But there's one specific scene that I'm going to talk about today is what we can utilize as an example of effective leadership and executive decision-making. So essentially, I'll try to set it up for you quickly without boring those of you who are not into the superhero films too much. But Batman comes into the club that is run by the Penguin. He, of course, is not welcome there. He's roughing up the bouncers. He's roughing up security. He's knocking around anyone who comes near him. He's the Batman, so he's winning this fight every time. He's roughing up the otherwise tough guys working in the club. He's breaking noses. He's knocking people out. And all of a sudden, the penguin appears. He comes directly up to him and says, hey, I hear you looking for me. You know, you've seen this in a commercial. You've seen it on the trailer, right? This is actually a very good example of business leadership. The penguin, as the boss, could have ran out the back door. He could have stayed in the office and sent more and more of his security per personnel, more and more tough guys. He could have, could have offered a bounty to anyone in the club to take on the Batman. 
He knew it was a losing proposition. He knew it was only going to get worse. People would get hurt. Those people would potentially not be able to come to work the next day because they're all busted up. Maybe they end up not coming back at all. Maybe Batman runs all of the club goers out of the the place and the idea of it was an underground club, so it was supposed to be secret. So all of that was going to be exposed. So there's lots of liability for the penguin if he were to hightail out the back door or hide in his office. So instead, to his credit, and again, he's the bad guy. He's a mob boss and he sells drugs. So he is not a good dude. But he did demonstrate good leadership skills in that instead of letting his his employees take the brunt of the Batman beatings, he went straight out, engaged Batman, engaged the disgruntled individual here, and Started a conversation. You're looking for me. What can I do for you? Now, of course, he was being disingenuous. He was not trying to help the Batman, but he was trying to de-escalate the conversation, de-escalate from violence to a conversation, and then eventually moved that conversation to a more private place within the facility. They went to his office. They had a deeper discussion. Of course, he's lying to the Batman. Batman knows it. He's picking up on clues around him and all this other stuff. I won't go into details because, again, I don't want to spoil the movie for you if you haven't seen it yet. But those steps of, number one, not allowing your employees to take the the abuse that's coming out there, whether it's fair or not, they're the employees, they're receiving the abuse as a leader, as the boss, as the person in charge. It is your responsibility to step in. That's number one. Number two, as someone who has been this in this criminal underworld for a very long time, has been dealing with police, been dealing with superheroes, been dealing with anyone coming and trying to shut them down, the Penguin has more experience at doing these things than the staff than the employees, than essentially the hourly folk. So why should he leave it up to them? Why should he make it negative experience for them? Why should he sit in his office and let people who are not capable of actually fixing the situation try to deal with something like the Batman? So he didn't. He came out, again, engaged verbally, but directly, firmly introduced himself All those things you would expect if you have a problem maybe in a retail uh, facility or a restaurant or something like that where you have now raised your voice, maybe you're agitated, maybe it's visible that you are not happy, maybe you've asked for the manager. Your expectation is the manager comes over there and, and has a conversation with you directly. That's exactly what the Penguin did with Batman, of all things, and it's odd to be saying great things about the, the, the bad guy, the villain, a really ugly individual as far as a character goes. But in this case, he actually did the right thing. He came over as the manager, if you will. He addressed the situation. He then moved it to a private location so it didn't disrupt business. The employees were no longer being abused by Batman. Obviously, the most, ex- most extreme case of receiving abuse, but abuse can come in all forms. So as a leader, he stepped up. He did the right thing. He did a good job. Now, from there, it all goes sideways, like it always does with the supervillains. And again, I won't tell you anymore so that I don't ruin the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. But at this point in the movie, Batman and the person he's chasing, the ultimate bad guy who's causing all the chaos in the city, he doesn't know who that person is. He's trying to figure it out. He thinks it maybe is the Penguin. It's not as far as the Penguin is concerned. And so they decide that they have a common enemy or the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So 
there is an appearance of an alliance or working together. So they, he also took a very negative situation, which is the Batman shows up at your illegal underground club while you're dealing drugs out of the back room and beating up your staff and turns it into the potential that maybe Batman goes and catches or captures or fights with whoever it is that was doing the other things that was disrupting the entire city that the Batman or that Penguin claimed was not him. So sometimes opportunities come to you in unusual ways. Another business lesson for sure. So let's get off of the superhero talk. Let's talk about a real world example from my life from uh, when I was a customer of something that stuck with me for a very long time. And I love to use this as an example. But a shout out to my guy, Bruce Reinhardt. You guys in Oklahoma City know him, Mr. Rococo, Chef Rhino. He runs the Rococo's Restaurant Group. Amazing chef, amazing hospitality expert, been in this his entire life. When he came to town, his first restaurant he opened was Rococo's on Penn, 28th and Penn, around the corner from my house. He opened it in a place that was previously an Italian restaurant. His place was... Um, West Coast, East Coast style, but um, predominantly Italian food. So there was a lot of, there was a hump to get over. The Tony's Italian that was there forever before. Fantastic place, family owned. They had a little reputation that maybe they were connected to the mob. Who knows if they were, who knows if they weren't. But the people in the neighborhood loved Tony's and now there was a new place. But we decided to try the new place anyways, right? So walked in. I believe it was their second day that they were open. Uh, Individual greeted us at the door, set us at the table, found out later that that was Bruce, the owner. He was also the, the host at the front. He was partially our waiter. He was cooking our food. It was a shoestring. There had been two days of a shoestring budget, shoestring staff. He was doing everything himself. It was his thing, his place. He was doing everything himself. Had a Nice dinner. Fantastic. I was on a date, so we were talking to each other. No hurry to leave, but he only had so many seats available, especially for the two two persons seating, uh, the date configuration, if you will. Other people were coming in for date night as well. So Bruce comes over to us smooth as could be and says, thanks for coming in. It's our second day of being open. We tell him that we live in a neighborhood. He says, hey, how about if I buy you a drink in the bar. How about we move over to the bar, which was not occupied, and I buy you a drink. Wow, fantastic. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that offer. Who doesn't want a free drink, especially a nice cocktail in a lovely place like this after a lovely dinner on date night? What I didn't realize at the time until later when Bruce explained this to me was he needed my table. But he certainly wasn't asking me when I, was, when I was leaving or tell me it was time to leave. He needed to find a diplomatic way to move me out of that space. But as he'd been open for two days because he knew we were from the neighborhood, we were very likely repeat business. He wanted to stay in our good graces instead of asking us to leave or asking us when we would be done. Instead, made the offer of the cocktail. So 10 to $20 of, of retail cost to him. But a situation where we felt appreciated. We actually were happy to move. We were at the bar with their free cocktail. We were happy about it. We thought the owner was a fantastic guy that we wanted to come back for a date night again soon. We appreciated him. We came, became full-time clients, customers. Eventually, when I started the Golden Group, Rococo's was the first client of the, of the Golden Group. So full disclosure with that. But it all was cemented in the decision that he made when he needed our table to do something nice for us 
in exchange for us opening the table up for him. So he gave for us. We gave for him. We both found it to be win-win situations. The $10 he was out in liquor that he actually poured us that night, I'm sure he made up quickly in the next visit that we had. We became very regular customers, so he made that investment up quickly. So very good, solid, real-world decision-making from Mr. Reinhardt. Congratulations, Chef Rhino, on knowing how to run his business. Chef Rhino is nothing like the penguin. He's a good guy. He doesn't do any of the bad stuff, but he makes good decisions. He takes care of his staff, puts himself in their shoes, and then does what's best win-win for everyone and not just what's best for him. So that's a real-world example. Stuck with me forever. I love telling that story. I'm glad to include it today on the podcast. So it's an odd combination, but we have the penguin the Batman, and Chef Bruce Reinhardt. We have superheroes, supervillains, and real-world examples of taking a moment, doing the right thing, thinking through, putting yourself in the other person's position, whether it's the person who is a customer of the client, the person that's doing business with you, your employee, or the person engaging them, whoever it is in the relationship that's not having the expectations that they had met by your business, by your offering, by what you're doing, as the boss, as the executive, as the leader, as someone with leadership skills, it is your job to step up, address it directly, calmly, and attempt to find win-win scenarios. And if not, at least find a win for the other person because you're talking about repeat business, about reputation, about referrals, about online reviews, etc. So create an opportunity for them, even if you have to take a loss in the short term, if you got to buy them a couple of cocktails in order to get a positive outcome, that is executive decision making, that is leadership, and that is the path to success. Hope you liked it. I know it was a weird way around to getting to a business lesson today, but it stuck with me from the Batman movie, so I thought I would share it with you guys. Make sure you listen to the podcast every weekend, Anchor app, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean, anywhere you find great podcasts. Full video is on YouTube as well. Stream, subscribe, leave a review, comment, share with a friend. I appreciate it. Share with a, this episode with a friend who likes Batman or is in the hospitality business, or is a friend or fan of Chef Reinhardt. I would appreciate that very much, and I'm sure Bruce would appreciate it as well. Don't forget to make sure and get your Saturday Morning Hustle Entrepreneur AF coffee and donut swag. Get the sweatshirts, the hat, the T-shirts. The beanies are hot right now. Everyone loves them because it's cold outside. Go get you one of those as well. Make sure you follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and, of course, the new Facebook fan page, Saturday Morning Hustle. Check it all out as well. Don't miss an episode each and every Saturday, but every week, every month, we have a episode, a bonus episode. The bonus series is the Balance Series. There's a new episode up now. Go check that out. There'll be a new one at the end of this month. So make sure you check that out as well. If you missed any of this, it's all at SaturdayMorningHustle.com, of course. So it's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. I'm Batman. See you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.